listening to Work From The Weight, a personal weight loss journey podcast, a place to share the ups and downs, the experiences, and the science of weight loss, all to encourage you to reach your own weight loss goals. Here's your host, Randy Black. On this episode, we're going to continue our look at the list of 10 weight loss myths and misconceptions by picking up with myth number six as we work to debunk each of them to aid you in working from the weight. As we said from the previous episode, weight loss is a topic that's often surrounded by various myths and misconceptions. Everybody thinks they know what's best for everybody else, but in truth, they really may just be spreading falsehoods that can hurt individuals on their weight loss journey more than help them. To continue to illustrate that, Here are the second five on our list of 10 of the most prevalent myths and misconceptions about weight loss out there today. Myth number six, all fats are bad for weight loss. Healthy fats and bad fats refer to different types of dietary fats found in foods and their effects on our health. The distinctions based on their impact on cholesterol levels, inflammation, and overall cardiovascular health. Here's the difference between healthy fats and bad fats, along with some examples of each. The first of our healthy fats are monounsaturated fats. I had to look at that for a second. My eyes were a little blurry. These fats are considered heart healthy as they help lower your bad LDL cholesterol levels while increasing your good HDL cholesterol levels. They're also known to reduce inflammation, and they promote overall cardiovascular health. Some examples of these are olive oil, avocados, nuts like almonds, peanuts, and cashews, and seeds like flax seeds and chia seeds. Our second of the good fats is polyunsaturated fats. Like monounsaturated fats, polyunsaturated fats can lower bad LDL cholesterol levels, and they can reduce the risk of heart disease when they are consumed in moderation. Some examples of these would be fatty fish like salmon, mackerel, trout, walnuts, sunflower seeds, and soybean oil. Now for our bad or unhealthy fats. Let's start with saturated fats. These are the fats that can raise your, the bad LDL cholesterol levels in your blood. They increase the risk of heart disease and other cardiovascular issues. Consuming too much saturated fat is associated with an increased risk of certain health problems. Some examples of these would be fatty cuts of meat, beef, pork, lamb, uh, full-fat dairy products, butter, cheese, whole milk, and coconut oil. Our second of the bad fats are trans fats. These are fats that are the unhealthiest and they are artificially created through a process called hydrogenation. Trans fats can raise bad LDL cholesterol, but also lower your good HDL cholesterol levels. They significantly increase your risk for heart disease. Some examples would be fried and processed foods like French fries, donuts, cookies, pastries, margarine, and packaged snacks and baked goods. It is essential to limit the intake of bad fats, particularly trans fats, as they've been strongly linked to adverse health effects. 
The American Heart Association and other health organizations recommend limiting saturated fat intake to less than 10% of the total daily calories you have going in to avoid um, raising your cholesterol levels. And they say to avoid trans fats altogether. Instead, they want you to focus on incorporating healthy fats into your diet as they provide various health benefits. So replace the bad fats with good fats that can, can, promote, can promote heart health. They can reduce the inflammation in your body and they can support the, your overall well-being. However, keep in mind that all fats are calorie dense. So it's essential that you consume them in moderation as part of a balanced diet. Always aim for a diverse diet that includes a mix of nutrient-rich foods and consider seeking advice from a registered dietitian or a healthcare professional to create a balanced dietary plan that meets your specific needs and goals. Myth number seven, weight loss supplements and products are a quick fix. Weight loss supplements are generally a poor choice for sustained weight loss for several reasons. Many weight loss supplements are not thoroughly regulated by government agencies, and their safety and efficacy may not be well established. Some supplements may contain hidden ingredients or harmful substances that can have adverse effects on your health. The effectiveness of weight loss supplements is often based on limited or inconclusive scientific evidence. While some of the ingredients may show short-term weight loss effects in studies, a long-term study of the safety and the efficacy are very unclear. Weight loss supplements are often marketed as miracle solutions, suggesting that they can replace healthy eating and exercise habits. Sustainable weight loss requires a balanced diet, portion control, and regular physical activity, not just relying on these supplements. Many weight loss supplements make exaggerated claims about rapid weight loss without the need for diet or exercise changes. Such claims are usually too good to be true, and they can lead to disappointment and frustration when they don't deliver the promised results. Some weight loss supplements can have side effects such as gastrointestinal issues, increased heart rate, anxiety, and interference with other medications. Long-term use of certain supplements may pose health risks, especially if their safety has not been thoroughly studied. Relying on these supplements for weight loss can create a dependency mindset where people feel they, they can't lose the weight without the supplement. And this can lead to a yo-yo dieting. It can lead to a cycle of weight loss and regain and a loss and a regain because they're cycling on and off of the supplement. Weight loss supplements are not tailored to individual needs, body types, or health conditions. Each person's weight loss journey is unique, and personalized approaches are essential for long-term success. Weight loss supplements can be costly, and the, month, the money that you spend on them might be better invested in healthier food choices or a gym membership because those are things that can support a sustainable lifestyle change. So instead of relying on weight loss supplements, it's essential to focus on building healthy habits like eating a balanced diet with plenty of fruits, vegetables, whole grains, lean proteins, and healthy fats. Practice portion control and mindful eating. 
engage in regular physical activity, and find enjoyable forms of exercise. Get enough sleep and manage your stress. And seek support from healthcare professionals, registered dietitians, and support groups if it is needed. Remember, sustainable weight loss is a gradual process that involves making lifestyle changes and creating habits that can be maintained for the long term. Are you enjoying what you're hearing? Head over to workfromtheweight.com slash support to donate to the show or join one of our listener membership levels starting at just $1 per month. Myth number eight, exercise alone is enough to lose weight significantly. Exercise alone can be a poor choice for weight loss for several reasons. Weight loss primarily depends on creating a caloric deficit, which means burning more calories than you consume. Now, while exercise does burn calories, it's often more challenging to create a significant caloric deficit through exercise alone, especially if your diet remains unchanged. Some people tend to eat more after exercise as a reward or due to increased hunger. This offsets the calories that they've burned during the workout. This can lead to consuming more calories than you've burned, hindering your weight loss efforts. Exercise can be time-consuming, and it may take a considerable amount of effort to burn a significant number of calories through physical activity alone. Many individuals find it difficult to sustain high levels of exercise for the long term. Your body can adapt to increased exercise by becoming more efficient, meaning it burns fewer calories for the same activities over time. This metabolic adaptation can slow down your weight loss progress. Overdoing exercise or engaging in high-impact activities without the proper guidance can lead to injuries, which may temporarily halt your weight loss efforts and hinder your ability to exercise regularly. People often overestimate the number of calories burned during exercise, and they start to believe that they can work off unhealthy eating habits. This can lead to frustration and disappointment when weight loss goals are not met. Excessive exercise without adequate rest and recovery can lead to fatigue, can lead to stress, and an increased risk of overtraining. High levels of stress hormones can affect weight loss efforts negatively. Engaging in regular exercise does not negate the negative effects of sedentary behavior, such as prolonged setting or inactivity, which can impact weight management and overall health. While exercising is crucial for overall health, including maintaining muscle mass, improving cardiovascular health, and boosting mood, sustainable weight loss typically requires a combination of both dietary change and physical activity, a balanced approach that incorporates a healthy diet, portion control, and regular exercise is more likely to lead to successful and long-lasting weight loss. To achieve effective weight loss, it's important to create a comprehensive plan that includes both a well-balanced diet and an exercise routine that suits your lifestyle and your preferences. Myth number nine. Losing weight means you have to give up all your favorite foods. No, 
Losing weight does not mean that an individual must give up all of their favorite foods. A sustainable and successful weight loss journey is not about a complete deprivation or elimination of all enjoyable foods. Instead, it's about making healthier choices, practicing moderation, and finding balance that allows you to enjoy your favorite foods in a way that supports your weight loss goals. So here's some key points to consider. You can still enjoy your favorite foods in moderation. Rather than indulging in large portions or eating them every day, consider having small servings occasionally as part of your balanced diet. Be mindful of the portion sizes you have when consuming your favorite foods. Sometimes reducing portion sizes can allow you to enjoy them without compromising on your weight loss efforts. Look for healthier alternatives to your favorite dishes. For example, if you love pizza, and I love pizza, consider making a homemade version with a whole wheat crust and plenty of vegetables. Pay attention to how your favorite foods make you feel. Savor each bite and eat them with intention and enjoyment. Focus on building a well-balanced diet that includes plenty of fruits, vegetables, whole grains, lean proteins, and healthy fats. A varied diet can help satisfy nutritional needs while still leaving room for occasional treats. Regular exercise can help offset the impact of occasional indulgences and support your weight loss efforts. Adopt a flexible approach to your diet and allow yourself occasional treats without feeling guilty. Remember, one less healthy meal won't derail your entire weight loss journey. Rather than thinking of weight loss as a temporary diet, focus on making sustainable lifestyle choices that you can maintain in the long term. By incorporating your favorite foods in a balanced and mindful manner, you're more likely to stick to your weight loss plan and develop healthier habits that you can maintain over time. The key is finding a healthy relationship with food where you can enjoy the occasional treat without feeling guilty or derailing your progress. Work from the Wave is recorded at Don's Creek Studios in Milton, West Virginia. Interested in sponsoring the studio? Head over to workfromtheway.com slash support and sign up as the studio sponsor. And finally, we're going to close out with myth number 10. Weight loss is the same for everyone. Weight loss is a different approach for every individual due to a combination of genetic, physiological, behavioral, and environmental factors. Here are some reasons why weight loss varies from person to person. Each person's metabolism, that's the rate at which their body burns calories, is different. Some individuals naturally have a higher metabolism, allowing them to burn calories more quickly, while others have a slower metabolism. Differences in body composition, such as muscle mass and fat distribution, can influence how individuals gain or lose weight. Muscle tissue burns more calories than fat tissue, so people with more muscle may have a higher basal metabolic rate. Genetics play a significant role in how our bodies store and process fat and how we respond to diet and exercise. 
Some individuals have a genetic predisposition to retain weight, while others may have a genetic advantage in burning fat. Hormones regulate various processes in the body, including metabolism, appetite, and fat storage. Hormonal imbalances can affect the weight loss and weight management differently in different individuals. Individual lifestyle choices such as diet, physical activity level, sleep patterns, stress management, and smoking or alcohol consumption can significantly impact weight loss results. Certain medical conditions such as thyroid disorders or hormonal imbalances can affect metabolism and weight regulation, making weight loss more challenging for some individuals. Adherence to diet and exercise can be a big issue for some folks, so being consistent to your weight loss plan is crucial for successful outcomes. Some individuals find it easier to stick to a diet and exercise routine, while others may struggle with consistency. And I'll admit, I'm one of those. Emotional eating, stress, and individual responses to food cravings can influence eating behaviors and can affect your weight loss efforts as well. Metabolism tends to slow down with age, and hormonal changes can impact weight loss differently at different life stages. The social and physical environment can also influence food choices, your access to healthy foods, and opportunities for physical activity, thus affecting weight loss outcomes. Because of these individual variations, it's essential to approach weight loss as a personalized journey. What works for one person may not work for another, and it's essential to find a sustainable and healthy approach that fits your specific needs, preferences, and lifestyle. It's time. It's time. It's weekly weigh-in time. So, uh, just like the last episode, this episode is being recorded the same day. Um, so my weight is currently at 397.6. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward. Like, I'm really excited to get back to getting the needle moving uh, in the downward direction by picking up my physical activity, getting in my daily walks, keeping my water intake uh, as, as high as I possibly can to meet my needs and to get back on my fasting schedule after the illnesses and things that have affected me recently. So stay tuned. Uh, we'll see what the progress ends up being uh, over the next couple weeks uh, when the next episode comes out. Uh, if you'd like to keep track of my weight progress, you know, head on over to workfromtheweight.com slash support. You can sign up there for as little as a dollar a month to help support the show. On our next episode of Work From The Weight, we're going to take a look at bariatric surgery for weight loss. We're going to examine what it is, what the goals are with it, and some of the various forms of it that exist. Until the next time I'm with you, remember to keep working from the weight. Thank you for listening to Work From The Weight, a personal weight loss journey podcast. Visit workfromtheweight.com slash follow to see how you can follow the show and receive new episodes automatically when they're released.